0: this computer fantastic okay welcome everyone to hey rose hey laura hey salianne um okay naturally healthy club 6am call um, week 7. So this week we're going to be talking all about hunger. Um, so very excited to share share with what, all the things I know about hunger, hunger with you this week. Uh, but I thought I'd start with a quote from Gretchen Rubin and it's a really beautiful one. She said like what we do every day matters more than what we do once in a while. And um, I think like this is particularly important to remember on our health journey. It's like you know, if you have a big blowout and you drink too much and you eat too much, like it does, like if that's happening like every day, of course, that's a problem. But if it's only happening, you know, once a few, every couple of weeks or once a month, like it's not a big deal. So just remember to put, put it in perspective. Um, Okay. And let's start with our philosophy. So we're kind and self-compassionate. So we're not self-indulgent. We love and accept ourselves at every weight. We decide ahead and make intentional choices. We listen to our bodies and we stop when we're satisfied. We manage our self-talk in the moment. We allow urges without resisting or giving in. We are evolving our self-concept with our intentional belief plan. We prioritize protein and trust our internal nutrition compass. We are intentional about our habits. We weigh ourselves every day without shame. We focus on one meal at a time. We can choose again in any moment. We don't have to wait till tomorrow. We don't have to wait till Monday. Um, we feel our enjoyment without, oh, sorry, we feel our emotions without buffering and we soothe ourselves every day. We enjoy proper meals and intentional snacks. We're getting exactly what we need, exactly when we need it. We're experimenting to find our own naturally healthy process. We're willing to fail as many times as it takes and we stay naturally healthy with ease and joy. Okay, so plan for today, um, I'm just going to share some news. Then as a group, we'll do uh, a review and I want to hear from each of you in terms of what's working well for you. So overcoming our brain's negativity bias, so start thinking now What's what's working well. I'll do a quick recap on what we covered last week and we'll go through our process. And then we're going to go do a deep dive into hunger. So lots of teaching today, um, the, and we'll look at the three different types of hunger and and how to and how I think about it and how you can use this to to help you on your journey. Um, and then we'll do a group review in terms of figuring out what's um, not working well and what you want to focus on this week. And then if anyone needs coaching, we'll we'll coach. Um, okay. So in terms of news. Um, just a reminder too, if you haven't already booked your one-on-one sessions, um, to do that. And I know I said August one-on-one sessions. I was a bit confused. So if you've already done a in July one-on-one session, there's not two one-on-one sessions now. So it's just the first, if you haven't had your first one-on-one session, book that <laughs> book that in. And so I'll just post the my scheduling link in the chat here. Um, Awesome. And if you, like, if you can't find time, just message me and let me know so um, we can work something out. Uh, So, yeah, sorry for those being a bit confusing there, but yeah, so we'll do do one initial session now and then we'll do another one kind of around October-ish, like when we're about halfway through. Um, And also if you haven't, a reminder, if you haven't sent me your um, postal address, I've got a print playbook to send you. So um, make sure you just message caroline actually reply to an email and let caroline know she's looking after that um and for those of you a few people have already received their their playbook in the mail which is really fun so (laughs) just a just a note that i actually there there are going to be typos in in it and i was did that intentionally to model um you know not having to do it perfectly like this idea of disarming perfection so whenever you see a typo just re- think to yourself, I don't have to do this perfectly. <laughs> it's a re- little reminder, a subliminal reminder in the, in the, in the playbook. Okay. Um, and then other news yep. with, can I, can I ask yeah, you just yeah. a quick question on Joseph? Is yeah. there a place
1: like for this week, is there a place to take notes on hunger or just use? Cause I would love to keep everything in here.
0: Ah, right, right. No, there isn't, isn't, Susie. Okay. I haven't. So just I haven't use the said, notes section. Just use okay. the notes section. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So it's actually okay. in, in future versions. I, I, I haven't like I like to keep the structure um fluid. So like I kind of don't stick to a plan. So every yep. week I do it differently, depending on or every round I do it differently, depending on what I'm noticing in the group and what I think we need to. Like of course, yeah. Address, so yeah. But that's a great question. Okay. cool. Oh, awesome. thanks, Susie. Um, okay, cool. So Susie's already got her playbook. So that's awesome. <laughs> um daily practice challenge that's still going so if you it's not too late to join that if you haven't done done that yet um and if you have don't forget to post in the group so that we can send you a prize and then next week we're going to be starting a new challenge um, around maximizing pleasure so i'll post in circle this week so you guys can have so we'll, you can start thinking about that one too which is going to be super fun <laughs> um and then also just a reminder with the buddy program so if you haven't heard from your buddies like it's time to reach out and um just let me know like yeah like you guys can can, can figure that out but just do make sure that you, if you have received your buddy like buddies that you do make that effort and you know it doesn't have to be big but just just connecting is really fun that's kind of the whole thing um and then Oh, post of the week in Circle this week that went to Evelyn and Sue Fuller um, for sharing. They did a great post. Sue, Evelyn did a great post sharing like her old thought habits. And um, and then Sue also like actually at, in the comments, she she shared hers as an experience that she had with dieting Sue. <laughs> um, so that was really fun. And definitely what if you haven't seen that post, worth reading, I'll just post type that, paste that into the chat as well if you want to check that out and the thing with those old thought habits is they can be tenacious and this is part of change is that they, they keep coming up and even when you've been doing work for a while the old thoughts will still come up and that's nothing's gone wrong like that's just a normal part of change um so yeah i nice. wanted to to celebrate both evelyn and super noticing that um okay and also if you haven't done your first review, they're, they're due now as well. So make sure you do that. And if you're not sure what to do with the review, um, in circle under reviews, there's a um if you go into the reviews section at the top, there's a post that that tells walks you through that. But it doesn't have to be big, it could just be a quick, like, you know, this is working well or this is one I want to focus on next. Don't don't overthink it. Okay, so let's recap. Oh no, 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 group review, speaking of reviews, group review time. So um yeah like let's share like what's what's one thing that's working well for you now so you can either type in the chat or if you um if you want to raise your hand and speak that would be good too (laughs) yeah
1: got nothing I never mind speaking
0: excellent Susie (laughs) what's working Um, well for you
1: and this may be, I may have said the exact same thing last week, but I'm just in week two of the two-week challenge with ah, uh, making sure I'm doing the daily practice. Um, and it's just providing really good shape and thought. It's giving me a place to record the thoughts that bubble up. Um, and then that helps me then when I go into circles to have things to think about and talk about and bounce off other people. So the the daily Doing the daily practice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Really noticing, noticing those thoughts is really key, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, that's the beginning of change that that's really getting granular on the thoughts. Like you can't dive into them enough, enough, basically like it really does all come back to our thoughts.
1: Yeah. And then I think you said this last week and then like feeling the emotions that come up from the thoughts and then. But pushing back i guess is the best way to say it uh so that they don't stick
0: yeah or i would actually think of it more as like letting them flow through rather than pushing them back like mm-hmm. letting them wash mm-hmm. wash mm-hmm. wash through yeah. yeah yeah so good okay so laura said being mindful of flavor yes laura awesome um weighing myself thinking um I can always have this later. That's a really great thought. Like I'll have this later or even like, I'll enjoy this more later. can be a good one too. That's so good, Laura. Okay. Lisa's written, um, getting granular on thoughts. This has really helped me get past being stuck this week. Yes, Lisa. Good for you. (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) Um, yeah, that's it. And that's it. It really just comes back to our thoughts and understanding them. And like, this is like, and this is a new skill. And I remember when I first learned this, I was like, whoa, like <laughs> there's so many thoughts, what's going on? Um, so just know that like the more you tune into them and then more you get used to like, um, like just being aware of your thoughts, like that's kind of the first step. And then you can, you'll figure out ways to coach yourself and move, like change the thoughts as well. So it's all part of the process. Um, okay. Kate said the daily practice meant that I'm more conscious with sticking to the eating plan and not grazing. Yay, Kate, that is so fun. Um, um, But I was compassionate when things went a bit pear-shaped on a stressful day. Yeah. Okay. Not, but I was compassionate. Like that's even more important, Kate, to be compassionate when things go pear-shaped. So that's so that's two really big things to celebrate. Okay. Who haven't we heard from? Leslie, Abby, Leilani? Anna Marie, what's working well for you guys? My family shared hers, um, Rose as well, and Sally Ann and Doreen. What's working well for you guys? Um, my family said stopping in enough. Yes, and remembering that every bite matters when I want to lose weight. Yeah, absolutely. My family, that's that's so great. Like and learning that skill of stopping when you've had enough, so important. Um, yes, yeah, and also. Um, what was I going to say? Every bite matters when I want to lose weight. Yeah, like it does count. Like I really noticed that myself. <laughs> Self, like, it, like polishing. Even if it is healthy stuff, even if it is good stuff, like overeating is still overeating. So that's a good route to me to remember. Um, DBS. I can't remember who DBS is, but um, the bad news is I've got COVID. Oh no um the only good thing about it was uh, there's been weight loss unfortunately i've had to modify a trip that was planned right if it's reasonable to think that the weight can stay at this level and reduce more well it is what it is gbs and just like yeah take care of yourself first like just I would, i'd be not thinking about the weight stuff just really you know looking 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 after yourself and healing with the covid first and just knowing that you know you'll be you'll be fine Um. Doreen said, um, sensing my relationship with food is really changing. Yay for Doreen. And that's a lot to do with my daily practice and practicing my beliefs. So that's awesome. Abby said, daily practice and weighing each day, mostly stopping when I feel satisfied. Rose said, adding more protein. Oh, DBS is Diana. Awesome, Diana. Um, Yes. Okay. So we heard from everyone now? I think so. Oh Leilani, I got the playbook in the mail just twenty minutes ago. Oh, there you go. <laughs> awesome, excellent. Okay, I think we've we'll heard from everyone. Anna Marie, maybe? maybe? Yes. Okay, and I know you're often driving, so if you can't, you can't. If you can't type, that's cool. Okay, so let's just celebrate that and a theme of like daily practice working well. So you can see how that makes a difference um you know when you're and Leslie's driving too so yeah like you (laughs) stop typing, Leslie (laughs) um you can see how that makes a difference like when we just take those few minutes to to be like to be bring this work to the front of your mind how it, it can change your whole day in terms of that being intentional piece it's really there's a total like correlation there and that's why like I do my daily practice every day too okay so let's recap um last week so the first, um, last week we spoke about like your stories and really like that's just an easier way I think to think about limiting beliefs like because we're not, we all know stories, we understand stories, we 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 get stories like that's part of being human and really like the secret to success in all aspects of life, not just with, with the um, weight loss stuff or actually healthy club stuff and changing our relationship with food stuff is really to spend less time thinking, like spend less time in your old stories, less time thinking about your old stories and your past and more time intentionally thinking about new stories and your future, like where you're heading. And we did an exercise last week where we looked at like, what's your dominant story about what, um, why you're not already at your ideal way. And then and then we, um, the second part of that exercise was was coming up with a way to redirect that story or rewrite that story, like write a new story so that whenever the old story about why you can't lose weight comes up, you can see it and go, oh, hey, old story, and just let them go and let it go and then direct your mind towards the new story. So if you haven't done that exercise, it is it is a really powerful one to do. And what we get from that with that new story, I think it's helpful to um, to just ha- have a, like a one-sentence version of it that you're adding into your belief plan. So every day you're reminding yourself of your new story about where you, where you want to go. Um, and repeating, like if you have a lot of stories, you might need to have a few different beliefs that you're, you're working on at any one time. But there's generally like one big story of why and like having that, that one sentence in your belief plan to help you redirect that story is a very good idea um okay and so that's what we did last last week so if you haven't done that exercise you, you can totally um do that at any, at any time um okay and then in terms of our process so remember we use using this process as a starting place for you to um for, for you guys to develop your own process and because it's really like this is my idea and what works for me and most people isn't necessarily going to work for you but this is a starting place so there's three aspects to our process so s is for satisfied as in stopping when we're satisfied and this is a new skill and this is actually the last thing that i would implement it's more important to implement like because if you're grazing and you're randomly snacking all the time you can stop when you're satisfied at meals like and be really good at and dialed in at that but if there's you're snacking after dinner and you're snacking after you know all day grazing all day you're um it's not you're not going to see the results on the scale because you can easily you know even if you're stopping like right on the money all the time um all those extra things that you're eating are going to cause um the scale not to move or or yeah, the scale want to move in the right direction. So that's the the last thing I would recommend implementing. Um, however, if you do feel like you've got your, your, you know, you've got a good rhythm of meals that you're not grazing, you're not having random snacks, you're not doing a lot of emotional eating, then you, you're welcome to start practicing this skill. And just know that as with any new skill, it's going to feel a bit hard at first. And all you want to do in the beginning is just be setting that intention before you start eating of, yep, I'm going to listen to my body. I'm going to stop, Yeah, you know, eat, maximize the pleasure, make sure you're eating where you're paying attention. And then the next thing I would do is just put in a pause, either half, like you might want to just put in a pause halfway through the meal, just to check in with yourself and see how you're feeling. Or when you notice that you think, oh, I think I might be, that might be enough. I might be satisfied put in a pause then and knowing that you can come back to the food but like this that pause is a a great place to start seeing what the the thoughts are that come up um so that's that's s i is for intentional choices and this is more important Well, this is important at all, all times but but particularly more it's like At the easiest opportunity at the beginning so what we want to do with that is to have that regular meal schedule a snack like what is that for you are you having breakfast lunch a snack dinner are you you know you're having lunch and dinner like whatever that is there's no right or wrong but making deciding what that is and getting into that regular pattern um and then the other part of making intentional choices is having your daily practice where you're um checking in with this work and thinking intentional thoughts about what we're doing. And also if you want to include in your daily practice, you know, just planning ahead, either the the types of food that you're going to be eating or you um, or just planning like the treats that you're going to be having. And if you're having alcohol, any alcohol, so that you're making those decisions ahead of time using your prefrontal cortex, like the best part of your brain, instead of using your emotional brain and the other part to making intentional choices is, you know, when things come up, if say you are getting something that's not going to be part of your plan or you didn't get to do a plan that day, just before you you decide to have that donut or you know, have that glass of wine, go to the bar, just checking in with yourself and asking, you know, am I going to be am I going to be happy about this choice tomorrow? So that you're checking in with your future self to before you you're making decisions is like a the really key way to to being intentional. Um, and then our final part of the process is tracking, and with that, um, for most of you, like weighing ourselves every day is key and um and the other part to tracking is having is our progress quiz so next week we'll we did one in july so next week the the august one is due so we'll do that together as a group um, just to check in and see how we're going um and that is tracking like our mindset and our habits um, rather than just be looking at weight um and then and then the other option for tracking, if you're not someone who wants to weigh yourself every day is I think it's in, could be help, it can be helpful to just track, like I have a daily, give yourself a score out of like on a scale of one to 10, how you're feeling about the work that we're doing. Like, how do you, do you feel like, was it a good day? Did you like, you know, were you, were you making intentional choices? Are you feeling good about things or was, you know, was it not, not great so that you can have some track of your progress. So, um, So that's our process and does anyone have any questions about their process or anything that's not working with that that they wanted to to ask about so uh, there was one thing
1: and I know you've said this many times before that the s comes after
0: the yeah I, which comes <laughs> after
1: the t but there's something about making little bits of progress on yeah, the of s course.
0: of course yeah that
1: it's empowering for the intentional piece so if if I'm doing a good job of listening to my body, it's a lot easier for me to have the strength to come up with an intentional plan.
0: Yeah, great, Susie. And actually, and that's a really good point, is that um for some like for some people, like a little bit all at once is is like a a way to step into it but for other people like you know cleaning up their their snacking and their grazing is going to be more important so but if you feel find that that's helpful then totally yeah go for it yeah yeah awesome great okay now I've got a lot to talk about in hunger so let's dive in so basically with hunger there are three main, so what we're going to talk about is I'll, I'll share with you what the, the three main types of hunger, one of them that you probably haven't heard of um, and then or ever thought about before and then I'm going to share with you like what they are, how you can recognize them and then I'll share with you like how like how I think about this information, like how I use my knowledge of hunger and then also we'll talk about like how to overcome the fear of hunger, because that's something that comes up for a lot of people is that they eat. We do have this fear of being hungry. So, um, and I'm going to help you like understand that you can actually make like hunger can be a useful guidepost rather than something to be afraid of. So basically the three types of hunger. So first of all is physical hunger, which is the one that we all understand the most. Then we have psychological hunger. So the hunger that comes from our thinking and then the third type of hunger is emotional hunger, which is something that we also probably are a bit more familiar with. So in terms of physical hunger, so that's, you know, the obvious, it's that, that actual like gnawing feeling in your stomach and you, 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 where you're like, you, you know, tummy's grumbling, <laughs> grumbling. Um, and the thing with the, that the physical hunger is that it comes in, in waves. So, when I've done extended fast, like I did, I've done a you know, three-day fast in the past, what you'll notice is that, and it tends to, there's a circadian rhythm component to it as well. So, you know, I'll be fine because I normally don't have my first meal until one or two o'clock. So that's when I have my lunch. So I'll, I can be fasting and like, I'll be completely fine. And then one or two o'clock on the third day of a three-day fast, I'll be fine in the morning, but then it'll come to lunchtime, like one or two o'clock and I'll be like ravenous and so there's, and it comes. But then, if I just write it, like just notice it and go, okay, you know, this is I'm feeling hungry, and it it'll like I'll, I can distract myself and it'll go away. So it's not like this constant thing. Um, it's just it, it it does come in waves. Um, and the thing when you've got physical hunger, like you know you're in physical hunger because like your senses are heightened. Like you're really like. You'll like you, you, if you walk past something like, or go into the kitchen like and someone's cooking like everything will smell really really amazing, and thing with physical hunger is like everything sounds amazing like you could eat anything, <laughs> um and my Irishman used to have a a friend who he would he was like this really big guy and he was oh I'm so hungry I could eat the hand off a small child and be like oh no. Um, yeah so like everything sounds good when you're physically hungry so that's like a that's a that's a thing and um with physical hunger it can also there can be like a component where it's driven by um like if you're having a lot of carbs that can drive physical hunger or if you're not getting enough protein that can also drive physical hunger so that can be a little bit confusing where you've you have eaten, but you haven't you know, met your protein requirements. So you, your body is still still has that physical hunger um, because it hasn't got the protein, even though you have had food. So that can be a little bit confusing with physical hunger. But apart from that, it's pretty straightforward. Like your body needs food. It's, everything sounds good. It's all good. Um, okay. And then the next type of hunger is psychological hunger. And this, like I think about as brain hunger <laughs> And I only discovered this um, recently or, you know, a couple of years ago, and there's a great article about, I'm not sure if this link's going to work. We'll see. No, it didn't. Um, anyway, I did put, do, do a post in circle with a link to the article, so it's, it's there for you um, in, under resources. Um, and so basically how I found out about this is, there was a psychologist and he like wrote a, wrote an article about, he had a theory that there was a psychological component to hunger and he was like 50 pounds overweight and wanted to lose some weight. And he had this theory that there was like about like the psychological piece. And so what he did is he decided to like, rather than go on a diet or do like whatever, do anything crazy to lose the weight he made two changes. One was that he like went he like moderately low carb. So he like stopped having sandwiches for lunch and um, you know, toast for breakfast and pasta for dinner. Like he started to prioritize protein a bit more. So he did change the types of food he was eating. And then the only other thing was that he um stopped snacking. So he um ate regular meals. And he made sure at mealtime that he listened to his body and he ate until he felt satisfied rather. And so he didn't overeat and he didn't like try and cut back and eat less. And just by doing those two things, he lost 50 pounds in like eight months. Um, yeah, which is pretty pretty amazing. And it was just all around like just getting those, those habits in line, stopping the grazing. And his theory was that when we like if you like the, with this psychological hunger if you're trying to if you're and it's the reason why diets don't work so if you're trying restricting and you're telling it yourself oh i can't have this i can't have that and i'm trying to eat less like that actually builds up the desire for food in your brain so if you're making a conscious choice to count calories and cut back and not give your, body what it like not not feel satisfied that builds up in your brain and it builds builds a desire for food and it just um gives you the urge to have more and more and um and so it's really and it's totally why like you know you can diet you can restrict for months some people can do it for even longer than that but that's like it all that time the psychological hunger is building up and that's why as soon as you have an opportunity to have a blowout like you'll go mental on food because you've got all this pent-up desire for food that's been driven by your psychological hunger Um, so it really is like that restriction piece drives psychological hunger and you'll know then that's when that's happening because you're just like nothing feels like it's enough like you just don't feel satisfied and um you know you just want more and more and more and the thoughts that kind of go with psychological hunger are things like you know i've been so good i deserve more like you know like or i can't be trusted you know all these things where we're kind of checking out and and not taking ownership that they're a sign that like psychological hunger is 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 at play and this is why we have that, that key part of our process is focusing on satisfaction or focusing on having enough because we want to turn off that psychological hunger. And it's also why we have an intentional treat policy and that we do eat treats. Um, I, no, that's not the only reason we to have treats. We have treats because they're delicious and amazing. And we like, you know, that's part of part of the joy of life and we also make sure that we are, we have treats we give ourselves treats because otherwise we're building the de- like we, we risk building that psychological desire for things that we love um so having it having them intentionally switches off that desire so the thing with psychological hunger is um the thing to be careful though, is that I, and I've worked with a few people who go, oh, well, I don't want to restrict. So oftentimes like they'll be overeating and they'll be, the thought will be, well, I don't want to restrict. So therefore I you know, need to, like, I need to keep eating this stuff. And so you want to, it's like, it's like, you need to find a balance with it of, of feeling satisfied, like, and making sure you're not restricting, but also you don't want the, to let the pendulum swing too far in the other direction where you're just you know, eating every random donut that crosses your path because, you know, that's not helpful either. So it's like finding this balance of, you know, of allowing yourself to have the things that you want, but also having some boundaries around them because, um, you know, things like, you know, sugar and alcohol, like they do stimulate the, the reward system like dopamine in our brain. So it can be difficult to stick to a reasonable amount for them if um you know if you're if you're not making intentional choices so the the intentional choices and the um and the, the enough feeling satisfied both of those are really designed to help us find that balance with the psychological hunger so we're not in restriction mode but we're also not in overindulgence mode we've got this happy medium so how does that does that make sense has everyone anyone got any questions about psychological hunger or any hunger
1: so far? So I'll just throw in and maybe you'll get to this. There are times when the psychological hunger and the emotional hunger come simultaneously and it's, it's like the perfect storm and I can completely rationalize satisfying that emotional hunger need because of the restriction piece. So can you speak to that at all?
0: Um in terms of like what to do when that happens Susie
1: yes how to
0: trick your brain (laughs) well like like everything it's not a matter of of tricking your brain I think it's just having a having awareness of what's happening and calling it out is really key Um, and actually maybe we'll talk about emotional hunger and then when I talk through like how I think about it, then I think that will answer your question. We can, if it doesn't, then then we can go back. That's a good, like, how do we put all this knowledge into practice? Um says I'm getting hungry listening to all this chat about hunger. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's interesting. Um Yes, Kate says um do you think that psychological hunger can be triggered by remembering that you have biscuits in the pantry or ads on TV? Um I think no I think that's more just just having urges to have them. Kate, okay. oh, I guess it depends on whether you're if you're letting yourself have biscuits then uh, then those triggers I don't think it yeah it could be a little bit of triggering psychological hunger but it's more you're not you not giving yourself the biscuits ever and then seeing the ad that's going to trigger the psychological hunger whereas if you are having biscuits as part of you know on a whatever then then seeing the biscuits isn't necessarily going to, to to cause a trigger for you although i guess it depends on on where you're at with that okay so we've done psychological we've done a physical then emotional hunger we'll just talk about that so this is really like i think of it as um mouth hunger and really where it comes from is it's buffering like this is how Brooke christio describes it like it's it's a way of avoiding feeling negative emotions so both the big ones like you know when we're really upset but also the small ones so it can be anything from anxiety to even just like discomfort or restlessness and like boredom it's another one that often we're feeling that that little low level like discomfort and we turn to food to buffer so we don't have to feel like to get away from from those feelings um and the thing you know when you're in emotional hunger is that like your senses are dulled, like you're really checking out like you you want to kind of you just you feel that like desire to like to check out you don't want to think like is a is a thing it's like i don't want to think and really what you're saying to yourself is i don't want to feel um, and the thing with um, numbing, yeah, exactly, Susie. And the thing is that it tends to be focused on specific foods. So when you've got emotional hunger, you'll be have a craving for, um, you know, for cookies or you'll have a craving for ice cream or biscuits or crackers or um, a glass of wine. Like it's generally, you know, or chips you know, whatever it is it's generally you're not feeling hungry for like the if someone says yeah you can have this beautiful bowl of broccoli with this amazing creamy sauce you'll be like no that's not going to cut the mustard like it's very specific in the types of food that you're desiring and generally when you're like there's an emotional hunger when you are eating you're not even really noticing the food like it really is this checking out and this kind of going unconscious conscious almost um And the thoughts, like they can, they can, you can kind of be on autopilot in this and go unconscious. So you don't necessarily have a lot of conscious thoughts going on. It's just, you're in this eating mode. Um, But sometimes the thoughts can, can be there and it'll be things like, like I really need this or um, the other thought that can come is like, I, if you're like, is I don't care. Like, I don't care what's going on. I don't care. Care will be a big one. Um, so emotional hunger, I think we've all experienced that, and we all kind of know what that feels like to have that, that, those cravings. But um, as like Susie mentioned, like that, it's not like we only experience one type of hunger at a time. Like sometimes we can be experiencing all three. Sometimes it's two of them, and you know, emotional hunger and psychological hunger often do go hand in hand when we have been have a history of dieting and restricting. Um, so let's talk about like, so how I think about hunger is basically like, it's like the urge to use the bathroom. <laughs> so like, I see it as like a useful tool that keeps me alive um, and I'm really grateful for it. And I actually quite like that feeling of it being being physically hungry for sure. Like when you like have that desire for food, it, it's a really kind of, and then you know food's coming, like it's a really nice, nice place to be. As my Irishman says, you know, hunger is a tasty source. Like it does, when you have that, the senses are heightened, like things taste better when you are hungry. So I I actually quite like it. Um, And so, so I think it's like, it's the way I think about hunger is that it's nothing to be afraid of. Like it's just a useful tool. Like it's like, yeah, when you need to pay, like it's just your body's telling you something. And that's like part of this thing of like partnering with your body and learning to, to trust your internal nutrition compass is, Um, is like is this hunger piece and um and i think like it's a useful tool for keeping me alive it's a useful tool for knowing like how much to eat but it's also a useful tool to identify when there's some emotional stuff coming up that needs work so i appreciate it in all its forms and i guess the thing is like is that you know i know like i now know the difference between the different types so um so for physical hunger, like, you know, I, most times I'd listen to my body. If I am feeling really hungry, sometimes I will push through to wait to, to meal time. But if I am like, sometimes I will decide that, no, I, I want to have some food now and I will have an intentional snack. For psychological hunger, when that comes up, it doesn't, it hasn't happened to me for a very long time, but um, basically I just think like, just think about like have i been restricting and checking in with that and just um yeah like i and also have i been restricting the types of food or have i been restricting like the um the amounts like is there something that i really love that i'm not giving myself which for me at the moment is not like i find a way to have everything that i really love but that might be if you've particularly um when you have a history of like seeing food as good and bad like in particularly like you know the moment with the low carb thing like people see they love bread but they've they've been not having bread because they don't want to lose weight so then of course that builds that desire for bread so it's just checking in and, and thinking about like have i been restricting the amount and is there a type of food that i really love that i haven't been letting myself have and if either of those is the case then you want to like if you feel like it could be i haven't been eating enough like i haven't been feeling that satisfaction level at meals like maybe i have been restricting a bit on the quantity like you know that just at meal times you want to feel that you want to focus on feeling that that satisfaction and um for the like the types of food like you just want to think through if if you're getting a huge desire to have some bread plan some bread and have make sure you have some bread like it's it's really easy to or it's not it's just a matter of like hey this is a signal that I really love this thing and I'm not getting giving it to myself so I need to find a way to plan it in so that I am getting it um and then um okay and then And actually, the other thing with psychological hunger and this this satisfaction piece is it's actually like, so you can eat the same amount of food, like the same amount of calories, the same amount of food, but if you're thinking, oh, this is enough for me, this is great, I'm happy with this amount of food, that's not going to stoke your psychological hunger. But if you're eating the same amount of food with the mindset of, Oh, this isn't enough and I need to cut back here because I want to lose weight. Like if you're thinking thoughts around that this isn't enough, even if you're eating the same amount of food, that those thoughts are going to the, going to drive that psychological hunger. Whereas you could eat the same amount of food, but if your thoughts are, no, this is perfect for me, this is this is all that I need, then that's not going to stoke your psychological hunger. So it's it really is a mind game. It really is an important thing to get your thoughts right about that about the quantity piece um okay
1: so is it is it jules is it it also the i deserve to eat now and it could be because it's been four hours since my last meal or it's around the time i eat lunch but i'm really not hungry as a matter of fact i'm actually still full from whatever i ate before but my my human my brain thinks i deserve to eat now
0: yeah that can be that can be a way it manifests, Susie for sure. Um, yeah. and I think I, I think another thing thing that I like another thing to to help turn off that that deserving thing is to have this regular meal schedule where even if you're not really physically hungry, like even like at dinner last night, I wasn't super hungry, but I still sat down and gave my body a chance to. Eat and I you know, probably had like a third of my my plate and I, that was I was like no definitely that's enough. So because if you think to yourself oh, I'm not hungry and it's a, and it is one of your scheduled meal times and then you don't give your body the opportunity to have any food then that kind of puts you out of whack for the rest of your meal schedule and the rest of the day. So so yeah, but yeah you're right. I think that's that's comes in so um okay so so i guess the thing with emotional hunger so when that comes up um you, you, you know i think everyone like knows that like that that thing when you've just got this desire for like something specific and when you do get conscious like yeah and sometimes this might mightn't be till after you've eaten like it might be like you you have a big binge on something and then you're like, oh, actually <laughs> like you'll be looking back and you're like, might, you might've stopped eating and then you might go, oh, actually. And you can like do a review after the fact. Um, but sometimes like you, you might be able to like, as you get more aware, bring more awareness into your eating and just know that you're looking out for this. Sometimes you'll, you'll notice when it's happening. And all you want to do is just put in a pause at first. Like say, Oh, hang on. Something's up here. Like, and just put the cookies down, put the ice cream down, whatever it is. And just, I can come back to this if I want, but just, just check in with like, what's put in a pause and get curious about, Oh, what am I feeling here? Like what's got, what's on my mind? Like, what do I need to address? And that's the first piece of it and i think then like bringing some self-compassion into it that thing of like of course i'm feeling stressed of course it's been a terrible day of course i'm really you know sad because you know my uncle died like whatever it is like bringing those pieces into it um and and just do like asking yourself like what do i need right now like and having like if you need and sometimes the answer might be to keep eating but other times it might be like after you've had that pause and you've checked in maybe you need to call a friend or maybe you need a hug or maybe you need to grab your journal and and do some journaling or maybe you need to go for a walk or just have a change of scene or whatever it can whatever it comes up for you but um like that's, that's how we work through those. And that is a big skill in itself. And just know that we'll do more work around this. I actually have a guest coach who's going to come in to help around um, talking about this idea of feeling our feelings and processing difficult emotions. But for now, just know that when that comes up, putting in that pause and getting curious about what are you feeling and what you need, what do you actually really need right now can, is, a, is a really great first, first step um okay so Doreen's asked about like what what are the best thoughts <laughs> Thoughts. it really depends on the si- situation Doreen but um but I think like just that curiosity of like what do I really need is really key for emotional hunger um and in terms of like the best thoughts for psychological hunger is really like you know I give it like I'm I'm having that trust with yourself that i am going to let myself eat till i'm satisfied like we body we like brain we are getting getting enough like that's 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 really um that's really key Um, and then in terms of physical hunger like of course i'm feeling (laughs) physical hunger and like you know i can handle this is probably a good one Um, but i I guess the thoughts like depends on the um this the situation so Yes. So do so you feel like that's answered your question in terms of like what to do when you're in, when you're noticing it coming up?
1: Yeah. And I think it's that curiosity piece. And I think it's really stopping and pausing and analyzing what's, what's driving it.
0: Yeah. With compassion. Yeah. Of, of like, yeah, yeah like, oh, there's, it's just, yeah. Like there's some, that's it. Curiosity. It's like, there's just something here. What is that? And yeah. Yeah. And knowing that yeah. like, sometimes you'll figure it out and sometimes you won't and that's okay. Like, yeah. And then
1: is there something else that will satisfy it? And if there is, then it's clearly the emotional piece that's driving that
0: psychological piece. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And also I think like, just, by doing the work of having an intentional treat plan a policy of where you like that's another tool that we have in our tool belt to make sure that the psychological hunger isn't being stoked so like those kind of key habits of eating regular meals making sure you feel satisfied at your meals and giving yourself treats that you really love like that kind of shuts down the psychological hunger so it's almost like we don't really have to like that's not a big thing for me at all anymore like i and so like that becomes not a big piece whereas when we're in dieting mentality the psychological hunger can be just as big as the emotional hunger like it can be a big player in the the, in our desire to eat so yeah i'm 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 thinking about
1: being in a social situation over the weekend where the tray of cookies went out, and in the past I would have said no, 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 and there's still that. I'm actually I have to take like six of them because I don't know if I'll ever let myself yeah, I
0: have a cookie that, ever again. Yeah, right.
1: And that was totally psychological. That was totally my psychological hunger coming at me, and I I was trying to figure out last night why I was like sneaking cookies off the plate, and and that's it. It's like those in-green patterns of thinking
0: yes excellent example like a really yeah. concrete example yeah and that's like of course like you're like and that ho- often happens for people with cheese plates as well it's like they never have cheese in their life and then like they're at a party and this amazing cheese plate and they're like can't understand why they like have zero will control zero willpower around zero. it yeah 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 so and yeah. like having compassion with that so yeah like, like so that sounds like like there's work to do there Susie around like just getting curious about like what treats do you really love and like yeah like yeah. when planning something in so that you're yeah. like and and also like then you get to make sure that it's like not some random cookies, it's like the best cookies ever. Like <laughs> yes,
1: homemade chocolate chip, not someone's bad store bought cookies. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 Or from like, you know, the most amazing bakery, not like you know, dodgy ones that are in the lunchroom, break room. Right. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. right. Right. Exactly. That's really helpful. Yeah. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Excellent. Um Kate, that's an excellent question. Like, what about situational hunger, e.g., nibble when travelling, he's in the car? Um, it's a habit. Actually, you know what, Kate? That's kind of like who could discover a fourth type of hunger? <laughs> it's there. There is totally that habitual, like that habit, that that habit of hunger. Of, and you're right. Like those situations where having wally's in the car or um, you know, different different environmental things that trigger. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's it, is that there, there is definitely some habits around that, like a hab- habitual compo- component to that. Um, and what we want to do for those cases is, like, is again, like having an intentional treat policy of, okay, so that you, like, if you really love lollies, like making sure that you do have those. And maybe like having lollies in the car is like a thing that you love. And then like, so you keep doing it, but it's bringing that intentional choices into it so that you're planning for it and that you're enjoying it. And also like, it's very different to have, you know, a few lollies than it is to eat like bags and bags of them. So like that being in that, that quantity, but like those boundaries is, is the way to, to navigate those. Um, and yeah, so those situational habits, what we want to do when they come up is just like, just think about, well, actually, do I really want to have this as part of my life? And if it is important, yes, like get an intentional policy around it. Um, or if it, the answer is no, just know that, oh, yeah, okay, well, when I'm in the car, I'm going to have the urge to have lollies, but I've decided that I don't really want this to be part of my life. So just, I'm going to have to form a new habit around it. So when the urge comes up to have the lollies, I'm going to need to, like, to remind myself, oh yeah, of course I'm having this urge. This is my usual habit, but I'm forming a new habit now. And it might be that instead of having um, lollies in the car, maybe you might grab a coffee, and you've got like I have a travel mug, so you know, or a tea, like you know, so you have tea in the car instead. Like that can be, you can substitute in different um habits there that can be helpful but it can be just letting go of those old habits and just recognize oh yeah of course I'm having this urge to have these like because that's my old habit Um, um yes right right so Leslie says I've been hungry the day after I have a win on the scale and lately I've been planning to eat a bit more that day and know that it's okay yeah right. so that's part of like that can be part of it. maybe sometimes like you have been restricting a little bit and to get that um that um that piece and like to like to let's cause the weight to be lower, so maybe like sometimes you might need to like just be a bit more intentional about making sure you you're satisfied at your meals, like that you're actually not restricting that you are getting enough. Yeah. Um, okay, so. Then in terms of like how we overcome the fear of hunger, like um, we're just going to do like a quick visualization exercise because this is like in psychology, like how they actually treat phobias and fears. It's just is it's like by actually imagining we can um, we can actually practice in our minds, and that can be just as effective as actual physical practice. So rather than me forcing you to get like really hungry. <laughs> um, so if, you, if, if you're comfortable with closing your eyes, I invite you to close your eyes. But if you're not, you know, please feel free to leave them open. But we're just going to do a little um, imagining exercise. So if you want to turn your video off, of course. And I want you to bring to mind a time like when you felt hungry, like in the past. So um, for Susie, it might be that that time of, at the party with the cookies and the cater might be in the car and like got the urge to have the lollies. And, or, but just whatever in a recent time or whatever comes up to you, whatever comes pops into your head when you think about being hungry and get specific as you can. And now let's get curious about like, what exactly were you feeling then? Like, where are you feeling it in your body? Is it in your, is it in your tummy? You know, is it kind of just a general disease? Is it like all over and then imagine like just getting curious about like what type of hunger could this be? Like, like, do you, do you feel like, is it, is it that physical hunger? Do you feel like it's more of a, um, you know, an emotional thing? Are you wanting to check out? Are you wanting to, to numb or is it just like, you just got this desire? Like, could it be a psychological thing? And then the next thing I want you to think about is like, how can you like be kind to this hunger like how can you honor this hunger and you know just this pausing like what what would what, how can you how can you how can you let this hunger be a useful guide for you so whether that's do you need to eat more like do you, can you just breathe and feel what's going on Or maybe, you know, can you bring that curiosity or is there something else that you need? And just, just get curious of like, what, what else, what, what could I be doing? Like, what, what what would be the best? What do I really need right now? just trust whatever comes up like that you you you, like trust your inner wisdom like we really do we do know what we need like we really do know how to take care of ourselves and just know that you're you can you can do that you can whatever it is you can give yourself that gift okay we will just take a breath in and breath breathe out and um yeah. So, how are we feeling about hunger? Is everyone feeling like they've got a good understanding of um, what we've, we've spoken about today? Yeah, we're good. Kate's nodding. Just doing. Oh, hang on. Just taking a photo, screenshot of all the participants. So, um, so i can check in to make sure see who's who's being here um being mindful of flavor okay okay oh oh, hang on awesome okay so how's everyone feeling about the work that we're doing just let's just do a quick we've got three minutes left um just type in the chat or if you want to raise your hand like do you know what you're going to focus on for this week like what do you want to what do you want to do differently this week or what one thing do you want to focus on this week so it might be one part of the process it might be a few different things but happy said she's feeling good
1: excellent okay does
0: anyone want to share what they're going to doreen how about you Okay, so Susie's going to explore psychological hunger, how to work around these long ingrained thoughts about deprivation. Yeah, awesome, Susie. And just know that like if we've got to, you know, when we have lifetimes of, of that deprivation and that restriction and that like n- not letting ourselves have enough like or not letting ourselves have t- certain types of food, it can take a while to unpack it and that's okay, like just just be kind to yourself as you as you're uncovering it but know that you will you will get there um Anna-Marie said sticking to my plan great Leslie's journaling um Leilani's just keeping keep trying to be mindful and intentional about when and how I eat yes Leilani making sure you have those lunches it's important (laughs) um Lisa's I want to look at buoyant thoughts and work out how they can keep helping, helping me to become naturally healthy. Yes. Um, Yes. Feel it. It's much clearer. I want to pause and believe. I really do know when I've had enough. That's awesome. Doreen. Excellent okay we'll have a beautiful week everyone and um next week we are going to oh i didn't i'm not sure what we're going to talk about next week. oh yeah next week we're going to be talking about maximizing pleasure so yay that will be fun um and yeah and we'll be doing our our um our progress quiz next week as well so have a good week and i'll catch you guys soon so thanks everyone thanks jules bye